Somewhere in the apartment there was the mellow sound of a Chinese gong. A moment later the door to the study opened and Tsarong, Jethro's small Tibetan servant, entered. Lieutenant Carraway is here. Note. Lieutenant John Carraway, in charge of New York's Special Crime Squad. Jethro Dumont first met him when, on returning to America, he was a witness to a gang killing. See The Case of the Crimson Hand. They later became friendly when the Green Lama had delivered messages through Dumont. As a result of this, the latter had begun to develop an interest in detective work. "'Send him in, Sorong,' Jethro said, pushing his book to one side. Nodding, Sorong withdrew and was back almost immediately with the lieutenant. Carraway was a big, rugged man who looked what he was, an honest cop. His clothes always fit him in such a manner that even a freshly pressed suit managed to look as though it had been slept in. There was a smile on his broad face as he crossed the room toward the well-built, ascetic-faced Dumont. "'Hello, Jethro.' "'It's really a surprise to see you here, Lieutenant,' Jethro said, rising and shaking hands with Carraway. He glanced at his watch. "'It's barely noon. Rather an unholy hour for the police to be stomping around.' "'You forget the criminals don't keep union hours,' Carraway said, dryly. "'And if there's any surprise about activity at this hour, it should be pointed at you. I thought you might still be in bed.' "'It was said by Buddha that man does not reach nirvana by lying in bed. Consequently, I have been up several hours. But what can I do for you, John?' "'I'm on a case that our friend the Green Lama seems to be interested in, and I—' "'Thought perhaps you might like to go along with me.' "'By all means,' Jethro said. "'What is the case?' "'Murder. It seems there's also blackmail mixed up with it, "'and the commissioner asked me to take it over, "'rather than to have both homicide and the blackmail squad on it. "'There is some hint the blackmail is on a large scale. "'Who was murdered? "'A fellow named Willard Phelps, a Wall Street broker, "'and right out of the social register.' and a friend of the commissioner. He called up yesterday and talked to Lieutenant Bond, in charge of the blackmail squad, said he was being blackmailed, and made an appointment to talk to Bond today. But he didn't give any hint to the identity of the blackmailer. That's the hell of it. You take an ordinary guy, when he yells coppers, he yells the whole works. But a guy like this has got to make an appointment and do everything like a gentleman. So this morning we get a call from the Times Plaza Hotel and... Mr. Phelps is no more. How'd the Green Lama get in on this? Jethro asked. I don't know, Carraway said, scratching his head. But this morning I got a note from him saying, if we had any case dealing with a man named Phelps, we ought to question a guy named the Great Gardini. Gardini? exclaimed Jethro. You know him? Not exactly, Jethro admitted, but I know who he is. He's a pretty well-known magician— He's made a great reputation exposing fraudulent mediums. He's a member of the Association of American Magicians, to which I also belong. There's a convention or something on now, isn't there? Jethro nodded. This Gadini was on the program there last night, and I understand that he left early. I remember hearing that he was on the program, Jethro said, but I wasn't able to attend last night's performance. Were you there, Lieutenant? I get fooled enough without paying to have it done, Carraway said, grinning. I understand the Green Lama was on that program last night, too. If the lieutenant seemed to add this a trifle too casually, it may have been an accident. 
Is that so? Jethro said, surprised. In that case, I'm really sorry that I missed it. Shall we start for the resting spot of your corpse? Sure. The two men walked out of the apartment and took the elevator to the street. A big police touring car was parked in front of the building, with a police chauffeur at the wheel. The city doesn't give us cars quite as nice as yours, Carraway said as they climbed in, but it'll get us there with a certain amount of noise. A moment later, the touring car pulled away from the curb and pointed its nose toward Times Square. As it gathered speed, the siren began its plaintive wail. At the Times Plaza Hotel, Carraway led the way directly to the manager.